Hi guys, welcome to M Audio. This is going to be a geeky business episode. So if you're here strictly for the spoon carving or or not for the business stuff, uh, this one might not be for you. What I want to talk about specifically is why it works so well for me to run a long wait list and why it also works really well for me to have a pivot um, three quarters of the way through the year where I close down my, my internet orders and focus on local sales for the last three months of the year and how those two feed into one another. So the way it works is because I have a Christmas tree farm um, and because for our Christmas tree farm we go to a local fall festival in October and this year I'm exploring with going to a local chili fest as well in September. Basically, and because we have the Christmas tree farm where I can sell spoons locally, I want to spend the months of September and October carving spoons to sell at those local events and to have a stockpile of spoons to sell at the Christmas tree farm because I don't have time, nor do I really have hand strength during the wreath tying season to carve anything. And so in years past, I've always run out. Now what this means is that I have to close down my orders coming in from everywhere else so that I'm done with everything by the beginning of September. This year I allowed an extra two weeks Um, because I didn't know about the Chili Fest until too late to do so. Um, But next year, depending on how much demand there seems to be at that venue, I might close down at the beginning of September. So functionally what that means, because I've been running about a two-month wait list, that's just from how it's built up over the years. I've seemed to have ended up about two months ahead. At least that's what it was this year. Functionally what that means is that by... Uh, by July, I need to start having a real accurate idea of how much work I'm going to continue to take and when I'm going to close down orders for the year and open up orders for January. This is also, this break is a really great time to increase my prices because it just creates a natural separation from one to the other. I think if I was running prices right up through Christmas... Well, I'd still probably do it then, but it it would feel a lot more um, it would feel a lot more abrupt, right? I'd go for why is this spoon, you know? I I would I would I like having the separation of saying I'm booking January and prices have increased, um, and that way not only is it far enough in the future, but it also feels like uh, if you're asking me in August when can I get something, and the answer is January and the price has increased. That kind of explains itself, right? That if I'm booking January, of course the price should increase because demand is that strong. What it also means is that I go into the new year, even though the the orders come in a little less quickly, or at least they have historically. This year it doesn't show signs of slowing down. In years past, once I stopped carving as much, 
I stopped getting as many orders, which meant that in September and October and December, I didn't get as many orders, but enough came in that I would go into the year with a month or a month and a half wait list. And that would quickly swell when I started carving again and, and interest perked back up. This year so far, I have booked three weeks already of, of work and we're not even to September. So it wouldn't surprise me if I reach Christmas with certainly two, even possibly three months of work already booked. And that gets me to the main point of this episode, which is that it is fantastic to have that work already locked into place. The main reason is that it's a very efficient way to work. I know that those spoons are wanted. And so when I sit down to carve something, as long as I'm... uh, or make blanks for people, but as long as I uh, don't lock myself in too tightly with what I tell somebody, right? They order an eating spoon, and I want it to be basically like the eating spoon they see online, but things will change, and um, and I f- do feel free to explore relatively subtle design changes. Um, and when I want to explore a new design, I just do it as a weekend special or I just carve it and sell it and you know, introduce it as a new design. I do that maybe once a month. Um, but that long wait list means that when I sit down to carve, there's no speculation on whether it will sell the way that there will be when I'm carving stuff for local sales. Although I will say because I'm carving around Christmas time for local sales, I pretty much know that everything I'm going to carve will sell. Even if it doesn't sell at the fall festival, it will by the end of Christmas. And whatever I don't sell at Christmas, you know, whenever I've speculated and carved something and it didn't sell at the event, I could just sling it up online and, and it would sell within the day. So the long wait list is simply the most efficient way I have found to exchange my time for money um, in the, with the medium of spoons in between the two. Um, and it's a much more efficient data and much more accurate data on what the market actually wants um, than me just speculating. Uh, Now, it's skewed somewhat by the fact that people want what they see, and so I see cyclical patterns happen. I hope this wind isn't too much. I see patterns happen where I'll carve some new form and I'll get one order for that form. And in two months, when that comes back around, I'll carve that form. Maybe I'll get two orders for that. Well, now when I carve those two orders back to back and I take a photo of the two duplicates side by side, that might spark, you know, two or three orders of the same form. So in these lurches, that's how sales of a particular form of spoon build up. And some spoons haven't had as much traction as others, and I think it's just the, I think it's just the, it takes time for those things to build up, and it also, it's just chance, you know, somebody wanted something, somebody didn't want something. Um, the other thing that the wait list, I think, is particularly important for is that it gives me some sense of job security, uh, or income security, I should say. I have ultimate job security in the sense that no one can fire me. Um, but income security in the sense that I have that income locked in. And even should the economy melt, 
most of those people would probably still want their orders because they said they wanted them. And I have had people back out of orders, but it's maybe it's certainly less than 1%. Something like a quarter of a percent of all orders have, uh, have backed out um, due to financial reasons. And, and actually, I take that back because one person backed out and then replaced their order. <laughs> so uh, I don't anticipate that going away. And given my general sense that sooner or later we're going to hit a recession, I want to have that. I would much rather have that income locked into place than speculate at higher prices per spoon on on um, on carving stuff on spec uh, and and not have that income locked in. The other nice thing about having the income locked in is that more or less regulates uh, it takes the irregularity of when the orders come in and it flattens them out so that I get regular bursts of income provided I put in the work and people pay me relatively promptly. So it really helps smooth out the bumps in income coming in. Whereas if I kept it uh, much simpler and for instance, just put things up on Etsy and stuff sold when it sold and I got the payment immediately, that sounds great in practice. But uh, in reality, what ends up happening is you get a bunch of money coming in sometimes and not much money coming in at other times, and it feels much less out of your control. Whereas if, because of the time lag of that two-month wait list, I know that every day I can do a full day's work that is already commissioned, and I can bill people for that work on a regular basis. And once a week I can go to the post office and ship off everything I've done, and bill people for that amount, and that will equal roughly this amount coming in each week in checks in the mail. There's obviously a time delay with that. Um, but actually, once it's rolling, the time delay is good, for me anyways, because the, the tightest months are always September and October when I'm starting to wrap up my spoon carving, but money from the Christmas tree season, I guess November too, hasn't started coming in because I don't start delivering stuff until just before Thanksgiving. So that delay in money coming in is actually helpful at that time because there's still a trickle of money coming in to help smooth out the bumps in the budget. So I hope this, if you've listened to this all the way to the end, I hope it gives you a sense of why I do it the way I do it, the benefits that I see to doing it this way. I routinely interrogate people about their uh, the way they've set up their business, trying to find little tweaks, little things that I can do, or big structural changes that I can do to make the system more effective, both in terms of my time, but also in terms of increasing sales, or other effects such as giving me more security or smoothing out income uh, as it comes in across the year. But I haven't found anything that works as well as this yet. So if you have thoughts, please let me know. As always, thanks for listening, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow.